sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hello, you ding dong, dodo, dodo, ding dong, dinglies. And all the nice people. Oh, I don't think that was an insult. I uh, took it as one, and so did I. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick McCarty. This week, we doing... Golden Girls versus Grace and Frankie. Yeah. We're, uh... It's our OK Boomer episode. I did not know... Okay, this is the first thing I'm going to say. So, uh... You know, you watch shows on Hulu, and it tells you, like, how many episodes you have left, you know, after you watch one. Oh, does it? I never noticed that. Yeah, and for the Golden Girls, after I watched that first episode, it said, you have 179 episodes left. I was like, what the fuck? This thing was on forever. Well, that's, what, six seasons? Is that right? Well, it's... Is it, eight it, seasons? Yeah, it ran from 85 to 92, so seven. You you, pre- you managed to miss the exact number and get on Sorry. the other side of it. But, but you're surprised by that? I remember it being on forever. I mean, Damn, but that, that's so spawned, many episodes. Yeah. Well, I, I also forgot they used to do like 22 or 23 episodes a season. They still do. I guess some some shows do, like The Good Place doesn't. Obviously, I don't watch that many sitcoms anymore. Well, so. The Good Place doesn't, but uh, Parks and Rec did, and, and, and The Office did, the, and the like Big Bang Theory probably did 70 episodes no i think they did the same amount yeah that that's the network standard except for limited run shows like the good place and i think brooklyn nine nine is is limited as well but yeah I, i'm pretty sure that's an i think like superstore whatever that show i like is called i think they probably do 20 something yeah it's just weird i'm not i guess i'm not i don't watch like the ones that i watch are like the good place in brooklyn nine nine for the most mm-hmm. part, so like their but Brooklyn Nine Nine was doing twenty something. It was, yeah, it's okay. true. When it was on Fox, um, it's just, right. That number was like crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure like Barney Miller has that many episodes mm-hmm. too. Oh well, do you think that Barney Miller ran seven years? I don't know how long that ran. Probably not seven, uh, but probably close. If yeah. only there was a way to find out. We'll never. So know. yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine gets twenty two episodes a year. Oh, they still do. The, well, this. This past, I guess not last. The last season was not eighteen, but still, it's it's not the, it's, it's not the not small the number we used to. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's always sunny does eight or something like that, and Bob's Burgers I think does like twenty something. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I saw on Twitter the other day someone put Bob's Burgers is the most consistently funny show that's ever existed, and someone put it said counterpoint it's always sunny, which I don't disagree that it was a consistent show, but. Uh, they don't do as many episodes as, as other shows, so yeah, it's easy. I think it's hard to compare. Yeah, they're, oh, let's see, Bob's easy. Burgers. No, Burgers, yeah, it does twenty twenty something a season. No respect for it's always saying they don't do enough episodes. Step up your game, guys. Mm. Wait, so is uh, is Glenn back now? That yeah, well, he was back last season. They oh, were able he... to the yeah, they do. I'm just for no good reason. I went to the uh, uh, Bob's Burger wikipedia page i did not realize that the concept of the show included um a brother instead of uh what's her name tina oh no that no tina's the best thing daniel belcher show. was originally no the, old, nope. the older sibling i bet it still would have been funny but tina's better yeah tina's better it's way better with with one boy 
and two girls, I think. Uh, I, I don't know if that's true. I just think Tina Belcher is a good character. She, no, sure. Tina, that's what I'm saying. Like they're <laughs> Tina Those and Louise are both yeah. are both great. I I'm sure you're right. It probably would have been funny, but I it's better. I didn't mean to make it sound all you know. Sex is pat. I'm just saying it's better the way it is, I think. I can't imagine it being better with uh, yeah, somebody else. I can't imagine. I'm sure there's a reason they changed it, but I just, I mean, I never even heard of that. That's pretty cool. Barney Miller ran from 75 to 82. Same amount. Yeah. How many episodes does it have? Uh, eight. Wow. Yeah. That's not even one a year. What are they, like, a couple of years just did... Well, they I didn't just show I a repeat. Like... No, they had 170 episodes, so a little uh, bit season, less than. Season was only 13 episodes. It must have been a mid-season replacement. Ah. Uh, um. Anyway, to, to do you want to talk about Golden Girls, or you just want to talk about numbers? Yeah, let's talk about Golden Girls. So, well, I, I have you ever thing... seen this episode before? Uh, God knows. If I did, it was like when it first aired, which was 85. So who the hell knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know that I did, but I don't think so. Nothing was recognizable in it to me. No, me either. And I, another thing I wanted to say about it is that like, they're all supposed to be old and they look really young to me in this episode. I mean, Do they not, really? Not super young, but they don't look like ancient at all. They look, they still look, uh, well, I don't think old people look as ancient as you're thinking then. Cause they look like old people to me. Well, because I think when I was when I was like 15, when this came on, they probably oh, I super old. Saying. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, they're attractive. They're not like withered and you know, I don't know. You know how you are when you're a kid. I guess I did. I wasn't taking it that way. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So uh, I, B. Arthur was in her 60s. Well, B. Arthur has looked like she's been in her 60s right. since she was yeah. two years old. But the yeah. but the other two, yeah. Um, Betty White must have been a similar age. I think one of them's younger, right? Yeah. Or are they all around the same age? I don't Betty know. White was older. That's right. Betty White. Oh no, Betty White's just about the same age. I, I thought one of them was younger. I'm lo- I'm just looking at their ages now. Yeah, what's her name? Sophia was younger. Well, she was younger than the clar- character she played. But yeah. Was she younger? She was only 20 years period? old. Yeah. Oh, she was only 20, and, and she died of a heart attack, or was she shot? I think both. Remember. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, let's get into it. No, Sophia Getty is the same age. I guess they're all the same age. No, Ruby Clanahan, that's the one that's 10 years younger than everyone else. Okay. Wasn't she also on Maud? What was she from? Yeah, yeah, she's from Maud. She played a Betty White character on Maud. And Betty White played a Ruby Clanahan character on Mary Tyler Tyler Moore. Moore. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So, definitely, especially for this time... uh, it's not a bad sitcom. Well, also, there's 180 episodes. Oh, 170 episodes. Uh, also, for we talk about first episodes being not that good. This was a really good first episode. Everything's everything's set up without being uh, too... Right, yeah. I mean, well, Sophia moving in because of the retirement home burning down was a little bit weird. But still, it was a good setup. Yeah. Well, they had to have a reason for her to come, I guess. I mean, I don't know that the home necessarily had to burn down. <laughs> they they could have. What was interesting about her arrival that I did not expect is when she said something insulting to uh, Rube McClanahan's character. What's her name? Blanche to Blanche. Betty White's character. What's her name? I don't remember anybody's name. Rose. Anyway. Rose says, oh, don't mind her. She had a stroke. So they explain the characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she had one of those strokes where uh, you just say what's on your mind. 
I mean, there yeah, are didn't didn't lose any uh, speech or or have you know her her there, lips drooping there, or anything. There really are like elderly diseases that cause people to be more blunt than they were before, and they are. But still, Exa- it was kind of exactly there was there was absolutely no reason for them to explain why she's like that. So I just found it funny both in the way you said it, but the fact that they decided they had to, to spend the five seconds to explain it. Right, because it could just. <laughs> just as easily have been she's old she doesn't give a fuck right yeah which is i thought which is from my understanding of the show what it was but no it was she had a mental problem yeah and and uh yeah you're right like if if you're gonna try to explain it maybe at least explain it with something that makes sense and not a stroke (laughs) but But, i mean that's a minor quibble no it's not even a quibble it's It's just just, funny yeah yeah I, i don't have a problem with them using a stroke i just think it's funny that they did explain it at all basically is what i was saying I but will, yeah i will say I, so all right basic setup for anybody who uh has been living under a rock for the past 900 years um the i guess rube mcclanahan is somehow rich probably uh, it's not really explained in this episode i don't think necessarily rich she just happens to own the house she owns her own house and right. uh and betty white and b arthur um live with her and they answered an ad yeah to to because she wanted roommates and that's yeah um but they're obviously not as well off like they don't have their own homes so they all live together and then as you said b arthur's mom uh her her home burns down her old age home burns down she comes to live with them that's basically it and they have a gay cook which is who only appeared in that one episode did he i that's what i was gonna ask i wasn't yeah because i was watching the whole i mean i was watching i was like where what is going on with this guy i don't remember him at all and then he appeared the first episode and estelle getty's character sophia was with uh b arthur's mom was supposed to be a recurring character but she got she was so popular in like test audiences they said well she's going to be a regular and all our conversations are in the kitchen we don't really need a cook so we'll just get rid of this character well it makes sense i mean it to their credit, it wasn't any kind. It wasn't insulting the gay character. Like there was nothing no. flamboyant, or you know, Sophia made some jokes at his expense, but she also liked him. So it was. I mean, for the time, it was totally fine. Um, yeah, I was surprised that I laughed at. A yeah, few times. I wasn't surprised, but I did laugh. <laughs> Especially uh, at Dorothy B. Arthur constantly yeah. saying "Shut up, Rose!" before Rose even says anything. <laughs> Um, and I, I will say the acting is pretty top notch. I was oh yeah. I mean, I think of all of them, Rue McClanahan's probably the the, uh, the, weak the weakest spot. link. Yeah, but she's still fine. I mean, that's 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 uh, that's not really a complaint. Well, that's it's, the thing. It's also B. Arthur the... and Betty White are so good, and still Getty's fine. I I think that that character is easier to be good at because it's just kind of over the top. Yes, and but Rue McClanahan's uh, White... character is is not given as much funny Correct. lines right. so yeah. it, it makes sense yeah, yeah. but uh, betty white and b arthur are really really good in, the, in this first episode i'm sure the whole the whole run they're just they're excellent in the parts they're playing yeah and i totally i mean this this made me get it like especially with b arthur she was she was so fucking good yep um i'm like yeah i'm a b arthur fan she kicks ass r.i.p I think she's better in in this than she was in Maud because I never oh, she is, I, yeah. I didn't see enough Maud to know and not because of her performance but just because she had better uh, material to work with. Remember about Maud, it was kind of 
preachy like preachy yeah. yeah 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 it was uh I don't think I, I can't imagine that show ran very long, did it? Oh, I guess we Mod, can look it up. I, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I was just one season, but we wouldn't. No, it wouldn't it was, be so well known. I was six six seasons. Gosh, I don't think that got a lot of uh, reruns. Damn, six. Did it run into the 80s? Mod 72, 72 to 78. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought it was a stamp 72. So it was like right after All in the Family. Well, not after during. I, I mean, but it was a spinoff of All in the Family. Like, it, it started right. pretty close yeah. after All in the Family started. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I did not realize that. So, I mean, I I can't – when I say it's preachy, I might have seen one episode in my life because it didn't get sitcomed. I mean, I'm sorry. It didn't get rerun at all, at least here, syndicated. So maybe it was, like, too political to get syndicated. Yeah. I mean, I remember – definitely remember the abortion episode. Um but yeah, I mean that was you know, that's that was Norman Lear. Back yeah, in, that's yeah. what he was doing. Um, yeah, but some of his stuff was they was, were able to syndicate it, but for whatever reason that wasn't that wasn't syndicatable for I don't know at least around here, or at least as I, far as I remember. Yeah, not once Reagan came in. He was well, like, seventy-two to seventy-eight. On TV, I guess, no. I guess it probably was before I was old enough to know what TV like shows were on because it was over at seventy-eight. So in the like eighty-two, eighty-three, the. Yeah, by the time I'm watching TV, that's not, and I know what I'm watching. That probably wasn't even on syndication anymore because yeah. it's old. So yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, but she's, she's fucking goodness. great in this. Yeah, and um, so is Betty White. And oh yeah, of course. But Betty White's also great. Uh, always great. And like I'm more familiar with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And yeah. like I did know Maude, but like you said, it wasn't really a great showcase for B. Arthur's acting talent. Um, mm-hmm. At least not comedy, but. Like, just, I was, I noticed, like, just her delivery and stuff was, like, so fucking spot on. It, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, Betty White is great in everything. Um, yep. Probably even that Lost in Cleveland show or whatever the hell it, it was, was called. It was pretty funny. She was good in it. I always did like Valerie Bertinelli. Um, she was also good in it. It was a very bad show. I only watched, like, four or five episodes, but I thought they were all good in it. And the, uh, wasn't there someone else, the British woman? Jane from Leaves. Yeah. Yep. Who's now playing a doctor in The Resident? Wait, what is The Resident? Is that a new show, or did we are did we like watch it's a Fox it for a show preview? from? Oh no, it was a mid-season replacement. Oh okay. Has the guy uh, from Gilmore Girls? I don't know his name. He was also in The Good Wife. Uh, I believe plays... his name is Lauren Graham. Hello. Oh, I didn't realize that, but he plays a renegade doctor, and it has our favorite. Oh no. Emily Van Camp. Do love Emily Van Camp. I wish she could get the material that she's worthy of. Well, maybe the it's not something you'll watch, but it will be something fun to watch her in. She's in going to be in one of those Marvel TV shows that's coming to Disney Plus. Wait, what? Okay, so what TV shows? All right, let's take a let's take a little side trip here. What what Marvel shows is Disney Plus putting out? They're putting out quite a few. Uh, one is called The Vision, and oh, yeah. it has well, maybe The Vision and Scarlet Witch. But it, it looks pretty interesting. It's an action show, half action show, half sitcom. Is and, it? Wait, so is it uh, the same actors who played them in the movies? Yep, yep. Oh, okay, and cool. Catherine Hahn plays a neighbor, a nosy neighbor. Oh, love Catherine Hahn, too. Yeah, the cast is really good, so it, it might be pretty fun. And there's the, um, I can't remember the character's name. It's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's the one with Emily Van Camp that has uh, Captain America's two sidekicks 
Yeah, that's their movie. What, and then she play. What does she play? Like some shield agent or something? Yeah, she was in the movie. She plays uh, oh. Peggy Carter's granddaughter. In the and got she, it. She was barely in the movies, but I was always happy to see her in them because she's so awesome. And then uh, I forget if there's another Marvel. Oh, there's there's a Hawkeye show, which I've always hoped that was based on the comic book. But I don't know if that's going to happen because there's been some bad Jeremy Renner news. So I don't know if that's going to. Well, yeah, he's he's like kind of a dick. Like I would. I... Yeah, but there's something. There's some kind of. I don't. I didn't read. The, I don't remember the whole, all the details. But something about his like a, a, a like a an accusation of him doing something. So I don't know if, if it's a serious accusation and so they went to the show or what, but that's what might happen. But if it does have the, how about just I, recast Hawkeye with somebody yeah, better? That, Shit. that would be great. Cause I would love them to do the fraction Hawkeye on screen. You know who would and, be, wait, you know who would be a good Hawkeye? I think, I mean, I realize he's a little older, but Tudyk, I think he would make a good Hawkeye. I think he's a little out of shape. True. That's what I'm saying. I, I was trying to be nice by saying a little older, but but I I mean I can't say anything bad about him in anything because he's awesome. Yeah. I, I just saw him in something and oh he was there's that show the rookie that has we we yeah, watched yeah little, we watched the first one yeah. Uh, he was in an episode of that which and he was pretty funny in it so. I just think he yeah he has he can do the personality of Hawkeye from the comics yeah, a lot better yeah. than Jeremy Renner could. Yeah. Well, I, especially in the movies they were portraying a different Hawkeye than like a different uh, comic version of Hawkeye, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that fraction series, he definitely has a point of view that was different than any, any Hawkeye in other media before that. So anyway, um, back to golden girls. Yeah. I think that's all the Disney plus TV shows. I might be missing one, but I don't think so for Marvel. Um, yeah, no, the golden girls, I mean, it's really the writing was was very strong for that time period, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, Snap. Yeah, I don't know that I would necessarily like sit down and binge it or anything on, on Hulu, but, but I was very surprised that because that was, as we've talked about many times, that was the era of absolutely awful sitcoms. Um, yeah. So you got like basically this and Cheers, and that's it. What year did it come out? It was 85. Top shows of '85. Let's see what else is there. I, you're right. Cheers would have been one of the other ones. But what else is Probably the, the Cosby Show, Family Ties? Yeah. Yeah. I no. like Murder She Wrote. Well, I'm talking sitcoms. I yep. mean, Who's the Boss? Yeah. Nightcart was good too. I, I bet that holds up. I. But can't New Heart imagine. was on at that time too. New Heart was good. Oh, New Heart was good. Yes. So the good ones were good, but then there's a, a serious step down when you get away from the good ones at that time. I can't imagine Kate and Allie holds up. I liked it when I was a kid. No, yeah. Growing pains, not good. Facts of Always life, terrible. Yeah, not yeah. good. Two two seven. Well, Jack, Jack A. a. So it's awesome, but other than that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Jefferson's. Yeah, I, it was a step above everything. No, no, it was it was in the top tier of the of the time period. Yeah. And the bottom, the 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 number one tier is really good, and but the number two tier is really awful. Yes. And and the number one tier is definitely. Uh, much smaller percentage of of sitcoms than than the bottom tier which is a pretty yeah, vast yeah. field which is awful but that hasn't changed either right no now, that's that's true there are some good ones but there are a lot of bad ones and even the bad ones that are popular are bad like i really 
I can understand people liking Big Bang Theory. There's stuff to like about Big Bang Theory, even though you and I aren't the hugest fans. There, there's some quality to it that I can see, but I'll, I'll never understand why people love Two Broke Girls. No, that was just just bad all around, and it was actually offensive, more offensive than Big Bang Theory. And Big Bang Theory had its own yeah, its yeah. Own problems. And uh, so nope, I saw that. that one I, I saw I'll never understand popularity. Part of one episode of Two Broke Girls, and that Asian dude came on, and I was like, nope. Well, we watched it for when it came out. I thought for our. I don't think so. I thought we did because I was excited about it. Oh, maybe, maybe we did. Um, it's anyway. done now, thank goodness. Yeah, no. Sorry, I mean, fans of Two Broke Girls. You're you're right. Golden There's Girls always better. terrible comedies, but it seemed like in the '80s there were that was more the norm. Yeah, um, I get. Well, there, they're also terrible. The '80s. Terrible was a very specific kind of terrible yes. as well. All the special episodes and the cloyingness and the yeah yeah. Let's ha- let's learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I would say I don't have much else to say about this. Uh, no. Except I would say yeah, definitely watch it. It's fucking it yeah. Actually... And the nice thing the nice thing about older TV that's good is that basically you don't have to watch it in any order. Like you can just turn it on and and watch any episodes and it, you're going to pick it up as you go. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, nowadays for sitcoms, that's, that's, it's not as true, but nowadays it is, it is more important to watch things in order. And I always have the obsession of watching things in order and then stopping watching them. But the golden girls, I think you could pick up the sixth season and it doesn't make any difference. No. And I, I do want to say too, I mean, probably credit to the actors, but maybe also to the writing, but I think the writing's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the characters are all, they could easily just be caricatures mm-hmm. um, that don't, but they work as, as actual characters. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the writing in this episode dialogue wise is great. Story wise is stupid. Yeah. Well, which but is to be expected. There's lots of great dialogue in this episode. Yeah. For, I, it is to be expected for a number of reasons, including that it's a pilot episode and they're trying to introduce any, everyone. And they just have this, like we didn't talk about the plot, but the plot of the story is uh, Blanche is about to get married and, and um, B. Arthur and Betty White are worried about getting kicked worried out. about her, about her marrying someone that she doesn't know. Well, and worried about being kicked out and she doesn't get married because he's a con man, but he's a bigamist, uh, a, a bigamist, a con man who actually truly loved plans according to the letter. But this is when she comes to the realization that these women that live in her house with her have become, they've become so close to their family. Yeah. That's so just true. kind of, it's just kind of a setup. I right. mean, it, they needed a way to get there. So, I'm sure other episodes have a better story than that, but not necessarily. But <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I think I think story is probably just from watching this episode, right? Uh, is, least is secondary anyway because they've got they've got the lines and they've got the acting and that right. I, that's enough to carry it um, for this type of sitcom, I think. So yeah, thumbs up, Golden Girls. Thumbs up. Two girls. No, no. Oh. See, I'm trying to avoid that kind of talk. Yeah. Well, that's a first. Well, should we take a break and uh, sure talk about? Okay, we'll be right back with Grace and Frankie. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero Tried talking about Shamiro 
commuters wearing earphones oh. He almost died for conversation Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing Steeplechasing, the Reformation Transubstantiation, Brian Stoker's creation The land of the Thracians And right back to the start It's gonna take some Back with Grace A. Frankie, a Netflix show. Don't know if I, I, I mean, I kind of mentioned, but uh, you can watch Golden Girls on Hulu. You can watch Grace and Frankie, of course, on Netflix, Netflix original. And uh, another one where the acting is, is excellent all around. And, yeah. I mean, I've watched the whole series. Oh, have you? I, yeah. this, I think I've watched this episode twice. I've not finished. The, I didn't realize it had been on for five years. My gosh, there's five series, five seasons of it. So I have not watched the whole series. But uh, I feel like strangely, well, maybe not strangely, like the funniest uh, character on the show, at least on this episode, is uh, June Diane Raphael, who's barely <laughs> on it. But yeah, yeah, she's great, hilarious. And of course, like you... What would you expect from, you know, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda? And, of course, Sam Watterson and Martin Sheen are good. But, yeah, I mean, but Lily... But the show is yeah, about Lily Tomlin and Jane I, Fonda. I understand that, but I want it to be about Martin Short and Sam Watterson because I love those actors so much. And, I I mean, I have no problem with Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, but they're just there. <laughs> Who, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda? Oh, you mean the, yeah, I mean, the, the guys are just I, there? I, no, no, oh. I the guys, I, I want the show to be about them because I like the, those actors so much. But Well, they get a lot more to do as the show goes on. I mean, yeah. they're, they're a constant presence. They're not quite as big as Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. But, yeah, they're, they're always on. And they have big storylines. So This is a first episode, and it's good. I just never – I just don't think it struck me as something I wanted to keep watching. I don't know why. Maybe I will. Yeah, I think you should. From what I, I read, the the first season it just gets so so ratings, and then every other season gets like like really 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 good reviews. Yeah, which is I, interesting. It's weird watching this because uh, it was not really like, especially this episode, not really very comedic. Um, right. Yeah. More dramatic. It's hard to it's hard to have this story being comedic to start off this. It's yes. kind of sad. If you make it comedic, it, it's kind of, I don't know. So it's about these... Disrespectful to the characters, basically. These two older couples, uh, the the husbands work together in some kind of firm. I don't... Law firm. Remember. Law firm. Um, you don't know that after watching five seasons I know. of the show? I, it do, well, it doesn't really come into play much. Uh, uh, and the the husbands tell their wives that they're leaving them for each other. They're, they're gay and they've been lovers for like 20 years. Uh, and then Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda have to end up moving into their, the same house, the, their, uh, vacation home. And, you know, hilarity ensues. Not really, so, not really I, this episode, but there was, there's some jokes like the, uh, but it, it's also a pilot, so. Yeah, and you have to get a you have to get the, the synopsis of the show. But uh, 
all the acting in the show is good. Like you said, June Diane Raphael was the best, and she was. But every single person, like the what's the the two brothers were good. Yes. And well, June Diane now uh, Raphael's sister didn't really have much to do with whether she was good or not. But I thought everyone was very good. No, yeah, she has kind of a thankless role, uh, June Diane Raphael's sister, because she's kind of like the straight man in all of it. To everybody. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that's the that's what the kind of the character she played in this episode. She's the like the straight like the straight man comedy wise with June Diane Raphael, and then she's the straight man like grief wise with her mother. So. Yeah, yeah. She has, she has nothing to do but take it all in. Um, but yeah, no, I think the acting is good. I think, I think it definitely does get funnier as it goes along. Um, I mean, it was kind of funny at at the end when uh when lily tomlin and jane fonda both took uh peyote and muscle mm. relaxers and were kind of tripping um but yeah that's interesting that you haven't like it didn't strike you as being something you'd want to watch uh i think Not that should... it was bad is this no yeah i think you should plow through and, and keep going i think you'll you'll I'll get try. to like it um, i as far as old people on netflix shows i want to watch the one with alan arkin too I have no... You know why I don't really want to see that? Michael Douglas. I don't think he has comedy chops, number one. Well, um, I didn't know Gene Fonda had comedy chops, but... Well, I still don't after this episode. Yeah. Well, any she, problem with her. Well, well, she... Yeah, yeah. She is also uptight to Lily Tomlin's free spirit, so it's... There's not as much comedy to come from her, but... She, Listen, she, if Alan Arkin's in it, I don't care if Michael Douglas is in it. I don't... I mean, I don't have the... It sounds like you have problems with him, and I don't know why. Michael Douglas? Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. took your parking spot or something. No, you know, but, he, uh, no, I'll tell you what he took. He took uh, Carl Malden's place uh, amid the top tier of actors on the streets of San Francisco. Just I thought relegated he, I Carl thought they, Malden to American Express commercials. Wait, I thought they coexisted. And Carl Malden made more money from those American Express commercials than every role he ever did combined. Even so, he should have been a leading man into the 80s. And nope. I don't. I thought they coexisted on that show. I've never actually seen that show, so I don't. Yeah, they, can't argue with you. Did, and also, I made but, that fact up about American Express, but I would not be surprised if it were true. They did, but you know, look at the roles after that. Michael Douglas got. I would. I would watch Carl Malden in in uh, Fatal Attraction, Romancing the Stone. I, I would watch Carl Malden in Fatal Attraction in the Sharon Stone role, but not in the. Well, that's Michael, what I meant. Okay, not his fault then. Michael Douglas is Sharon. You should be mad at Sharon Stone. I am. Well, I am for different reasons. Um. Yeah, it's it's this one is, it well, it's a difficult. It's difficult to judge just by the pilot because, as with all pilots, it's all set up. This episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything and it's an entirely up, so. different animal than Golden Girls too, because you're setting up for an actual ongoing story that's going to right. presume go somewhere. And Golden Girls is not doing that. It's just saying, these are the characters you're going to live with for 22 episodes. Enjoy the ride. So it's, it's they're doing much different jobs. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, I'm kind of also surprised. Wait, so you do not think Jane Fonda does a good job in this or you just, she didn't have any oh. comedic, Correct. Yeah, I, have, I think Willie Tomlin yeah. and Gene Fonda were great. I just really, really love Sam Watterson, so I want to see him all the time. Oh, dude, he's in every episode. You trust I me. know. Yeah. I'm just saying. I just, I just want it to be called the Sam Watterson show. So every time Willie Tomlin, Willie Tomlin, and and uh, Gene Fonda do something, I want him to react to it. 
because <laughs> he's just so great. He's so like he's able to play so many different kinds of parts. Yeah, well, but yeah, but... I hear what you're saying. I should watch more because I I thought those two were fine, and I really liked uh, uh, Martin Sheen and, and Sam Morrison. So I'll, I'll watch more. And June, like you said, June Diamond Raphael was really she's very aw- awesome, being awful. Yeah, yeah, no, she and she's consistent throughout. Um, so <laughs> what we get from Pat is he does not like women in in lead as lead characters. Speaking of uh, which, I just talked about how much I love the Golden Girls when you were iffy about it. So I think we can agree to disagree. Speaking of which, uh, we should watch Cagney and Lacey sometime if that's streaming anywhere. I'm sure it is. What we we could put it up against that uh, that How I Met Your Mother show. Not not that show, but she's on a new Kobe Smolders, Is that her name? Oh yeah, I like she's that too. Stop show. Yeah. Yeah, the first time, first new private detective show I've seen in a while. I hope it does well some more coming around because I really, I love that genre. Yeah, cool. It's named after a coffee. Um, I think it's named after a city, but you do you. I always do. do it's me. actually based. I I believe it must be based on a comic book, or Greg Rucka just has a lot to do with the show because he's a comic book writer. Rucka. So I just assume it's based on the comic book. Yeah, I haven't seen it, um, but it is on Hulu. It's so pretty good. I never. I also never watched uh, Castle. Was that any good? I didn't care for it. It was yeah. just okay. That was a limited series. Oh, maybe I'll pick that up sometime. I, it's from. It's from 2009. 19 issues. Oh, so it is based on a comic book. Mm-hmm. Oh, Castle. Castle was good because Nathan Fillion was in it. Right. Other than that, Rookie, I think is actually. I enjoy the Rookie, and it's not just because he's in it. And I really hate a lot of a lot about what the rookie is too. So it's kind of amazing. I like it. Yeah, I only watched the first episode for the podcast, but um, mm-hmm. so I haven't seen it. Um, it's such it's such a how do you pronounce that word? It's just like it's like deifying the police, and I I don't uh, care how they do that. Yeah, but it's a fun show, so I still like it. Yeah, I mean, I guess you kind of have to I would expect be- that. From a I don't cop show. I mean, but... you do, but I would I would hope that there'd be some episodes here and there, and I haven't seen one yet that I remember that that the 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 cops are a bad guy. Like you know, Brooklyn Nine Nine had that episode where the cops were a bad guy, and yeah. maybe not the cops that you're following, but other cops. But still, yeah. So maybe there was, and I forget. But anyway, it's it's a pretty good show. I don't have much to say about Grace and Frankie. Yeah. Um, I, I would say watch it. Enjoy Baron, it. Maybe I'll watch the second episode. Baron Vaughn is is one of the brothers, and then I I don't. Know oh, that's guy. who that is. Yeah, and then and the other brother is uh, famous for, but I forget his name. Yeah. All right. What is what is his name? I know I don't look know. it up. I, I got I said. Grace and Frankie up right now. Let's see. Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry is the other brother. Oh, okay. Ethan Embry. Yeah, I don't know what he. Oh, Brooklyn is. Decker is the sister. She, I didn't know she was an actress, so I didn't recognize her at all. Wait, who's? I, I mean, I know who she is. Illustrated but... model. Oh, I didn't know, she I didn't was know an that. Yeah, I... she's like a big actress, so I just didn't know that. I try not that's... to objectify women, so I didn't know who she was. Obviously, Pat well, that's it. all I do. Yeah, that's why I love uh, shows with women as lead actresses, so I can objectify them. Um, yeah, it, I th- I do think you should keep watching. There's there's tons of uh, St- Sam Watterson, Martin Sheen stuff, um, and it. <laughs> And it does. It's an interesting story, too. Yeah, and it, it only gets better with them too, um, and with and with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. I mean, 
again, kind of like kind of like the swimsuit model. Jane Fonda has more of a thankless, like non-comedic role where Lily Tomlin gets to be Lily Tomlin, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more. But Jane Fonda also like she does she does show her comedic side as it as it goes on. She's she's very strong. In it, as What's you would expect, but I what I wish they would have done, and I I'm not saying anything bad about how the show is, but you know how we talked about how in Golden Girls, Rue McClanahan and Betty White kind of switch characters from their previous, yeah, like, what what you thought of them. I kind of wish they would have done that in here. For, Seen Lily Tomlin trying to play the prissy, uptight, uh, cosmetic, uh, yeah, executive, and and Jane Fonda playing the hippy dippy. And I I'm sure they both could have pulled it off, but it would have been so against type, and it would have been kind of fun. Yeah, well, I man. I know. And they're both, yeah, they're both good enough actors to be able to pull it off. I just think Jane Fonda is so perfect as that person. But like you said, yeah. she's like, but like when, that's more in Golden her Girls, wheelhouse. So When Golden Girls started, I have to assume people looked at Betty White and Rue McClanahan as they're perfect in this uh airhead role and she's perfect as the as the uh, like the man eater right but then they switch roles and nobody thinks of betty white in that way anymore yeah yeah well of course not as many people have seen Mary she kind of stuck with that character character after after golden girls anyway the show's fine the way it is i, I just think something we, yeah we talk, no, it would be these shows would just be interesting to see them against type yeah and i mean they that does kind of happen as the show goes on um mm-hmm. but not not so it's more that they kind of learn from each other and it's not like they reverse roles, but yeah, I, I don't know. I would right. say keep watching. It's, okay. it's worth it. Um, and, and like, especially like Sam Watterson really, um, aside from June day and Raphael is, is the best character on here. I think both of those. Two. Well, you can pretty much say that about anything he's in. Well, not yeah. best character, but best actor. Well, this is just so different from what yeah. we know yeah. Sam Watterson as. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, I mean, even just how nervous they make him is great. And how yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely watch it as it goes on because I like, there's so much memorable, uh, storylines with him and Martin Sheen. Um, yeah, I, recommendations. I okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I no, recommend I recommend right. Grace and Frankie. Watch it. That's uh, your recommendation? No. Oh. Uh, not not my official one. Okay, what do you got? I got two, so let's see what you got. I'm going to recommend a movie, and this is like a really high recommendation. Like, you should go in the theater and see it today. It's that good. Okay. Knives Out. Yes, we want to see it. It's, it is, I, I had high expectations just because, because the story itself seemed fun from the, from the trailers. And I always like uh, Ryan Johnson and it's a great cast, but it exceeded my expectations. It's really tightly written. Every performance is perfect. Editing's great. Everything about the movie is good. It's just a really, really, really well done movie. So go see it. Yeah. I want to, I went, I actually uh, went out to see my kids yesterday and we went to the movies as we usually do. Um, and Knives Out was playing, but I couldn't see it because Viv was like, no, we have to see that together. We, so we what are definitely going to... Uh, I saw Queen and Sam. A que- oh, was, that's what it's called. <laughs> I, I don't must know. Have been, I, it's Queen I and was, something. Oh, is it Queen and Slim? Slim. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, Queen so, and Slim saw that. Was it good? It was fine. Heard I, of it. 
It's like a, it's like a updated Thelma and Louise, basically. Oh, I see. Uh, a little long, but yeah, it's it's decent. I mean, I don't think you need you can wait for streaming for that one. Mm-hmm. That's not my recommendation. My recommendations are both streaming. Uh, first one, and they're both exact opposites. First one on Netflix, Dolomite is my name. Surprisingly good. Uh, you forget how funny Eddie Murphy can be, but it's not just. A... Oh, that that is good. Okay, yeah. I haven't had a chance to see that yet. I almost saw it in the theater, and then I realized there was a Netflix movie, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's good to hear. It's good. It's a. Uh, it's not just a dumb comedy. Um, the I didn't know anything about this. Like I knew the movie Dolomite, and I just thought it was like some seventies black exploitation movie. But it's more. It's a little more interesting than that, and his whole story is interesting, none of which I knew about. Um, and Eddie Murphy does a really good job in it, uh, which is surprising after years of Pluto Nash and the Clumps, but you do realize, oh yeah, this guy can act, and he is very funny. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I'm glad to see that we get to see that side of him again. Like it, It's been a while since Bowfinger, which might be the last time he was actually really legitimately super funny. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's funny bits in the movies since then. I can't even think of it. I don't even think he's done many movies actually. Yeah, I know. Well, and in the this past is 10 years. This is not like a goofy comedy, you know, it's like a biopic, right. but it's so it's really good that that he's able to inject that that comedy into it. Yeah, it's it's very oh, fun. Was, you would like I mean, it, I'm sure. He, oh, I'm going to see it. I I just forgot about it, so I'm glad you brought it up. But he was he was good in the um that was I forget with Ben Stiller, like it was like they're taking over a a, oh, a tower high building. Price. Yeah, yeah, he was good in that too. But well, the movie just wasn't any good. Yeah, it was okay. It was yeah, but um, yeah, it's good to hear. Yeah, you should watch it. And uh, my other one is streaming on Hulu. It's a Swedish film, Aniara, uh, sci-fi. But it's, this is not your your space puppets, good versus evil sci-fi, Pat. Don't know if you'll be into it, but it's uh, it's about this. What's so, it called? Aniara, I believe, A N I A R A. Um, Swedish. It's about uh, people are evacuating Earth because there's been some, you know, catastrophe, some climate thing. Um, and so they're they uh, go aboard this this ship that is going to take them to Mars, but the ship uh, is hit by uh, some piece of space debris and they're knocked off course and it only goes downhill from there. It's a, <laughs> it's a pretty bleak movie. Huh. Um, but did you know it was based on a poem? No. What? Yep. Yeah. That sounds fun. Rhyme of the ancient Mariner. Nope. Same uh, name. Swedish poem from 1956. Oh, so weird. Uh, yeah, I would, I recommend that it is on Hulu. And uh, I think it's it's current, like it's it's in theaters, like in you know Europe and shit, um, or oh, it no. was just this... very recently. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty recently, I guess. Came out like it was came out originally for for uh, film festivals in 2018. I guess now it's in regular theaters. Okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah, those are my two recommendations. Both sound good. You saw the streaming? Yeah, it's on, it's on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Hulu has movies which you know I don't I haven't really like looked into, but I read about this and then I saw it was on Hulu. I was like, oh, I'll check it out. That's cool. I I did notice that they have Booksmart, which I've been meaning to see 
because the actress is so good. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Was it good? Yeah, I mean it's it's you know um, you kind of know what it is going in, and it's a it's a good version of that. So yeah, oh, that's good. Um, all right, that does it. So uh, write to us at Pop Culture Continuum. Let's see if I can do it all. Rate us highly on iTunes and leave a review if you are so inclined. We don't give a shit what your review says as long as you rate us highly. Um, oh, like us on Facebook, right? And then most importantly, tell your amigos to listen. When you write to us at Pop Culture Continuum, please add the at gmail.com. Oh, at gmail.com, yeah. I mean, you could write to us at Pop Culture Continuum. It just won't go anywhere. Yeah, that's that's your call if you want to be all existential about it. And I do. Um, all right. Well, I think we got a music one coming up. And uh, we haven't thought beyond that. But until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>